folks and welcome into trees three here on sports tree folks i'm connor Ancher. we're going to jump right into this with our bump and stump of the week i am so excited for today's show if you couldn't tell i'm bouncing our bump of the week goes to brooke henderson she won her second career major last weekend with three birdies in the final five holes to win the tournament by just one stroke that's called clutch golf right there, folks. Three birdies in the final five. She decided to take this week's Scottish Championship off and will look to become the first woman to win back-to-back -back majors since NB Park in 2013 at next week's Women's British Open, obviously. Brooke, we're backing you on that one. Let's go get another one. Our stuff of the week, folks, that is the Chicago Bears. They won't pay this man. Roquan Smith, arguably the best middle linebacker in the game right now, and the Bears are playing games with him. Not winning many but playing games with their players, winning none on the field. Guys, sign this man. He's the last impact player who can lead this team that you have left. Mac is gone. You let Kyle Fuller walk years ago. He's, he's the heart and soul of this defense, a, a city that's been built on linebackers. Erlacher, Ditka. I got Mike Singletary chilling up here. Figure it out, Bears. Without him, the D's going to crumble. And guess what? Justin Fields has no support on offense. Chicago, you're a bunch of stumps. It's going to be a long season. Getting into our three biggest sporting events of the week now. Coming in at number three, it's the Rocket Mortgage Classic. And wow, this couldn't have started better for us here on Sports Street. At 66-1, Taylor Pindrith, one of our picks to win it all. He's tied for the opening round lead with Tony Finau. Both of them shot 64s for a score of 8-under. If you watch Talkbury to me, you know how high I was on Taylor Pendrith. He's my guy. I was passionate about I was so passionate about him and I'm so happy that he's back. And look, we took him as a best bet spot too. If he finishes in the top 20, it paid plus 320 as one of our best bets. He's currently tied for first. I like him to push into this weekend. Another one of our picks to win it all this week at 50 to 1 Cam Champ. He's tied for third just two strokes off Pendrith and Finau. He's a bomber whose putter is getting hot and that's why I like him at the Detroit Golf Club. Our sleeper pick, Callum Terran, shot a 5 under 67. He's just three strokes off the lead. He was plus 500 to finish in the top 20, so we took that. And 100 to 1 outright. Done. Lock it in. The guy's tied for ninth right now. As for Cam Davis, we took him to win, and we took him to beat Max Homa in 72 holes. He's just four strokes off the lead at four under par, and has a four-stroke lead on Max Homa who was even par through 17 holes played on Thursday. Well, our golf picks are off to a hot start. We all know it doesn't matter how you start, it's how you finish. So let's stay tuned through the weekend. Coming in at number two this week, folks, on Trees 3 is the Hungarian Grand Prix, and the F1 circuit is shifting to Budapest. I couldn't be more excited for it, but we gotta talk about France for a minute because it was such a disappointing week for Charles Leclerc and Ferrari. The guy won the pole position as we predicted here on Sports Street, and then he's leading the race halfway through the race, he crashes out. In fact, that's the third time that Leclerc has crashed out of the race with a lead this season. Ferrari, they have to sharpen things up, especially if they want to get back into contention in the championships for this season. 
As for this week's action in Budapest, Max Verstappen will look to end the decade-long winless drought for Red Bull in Hungary. He's the betting favorite at plus 125 entering the weekend. However, I'm not going to bet on a race until the pole position has been claimed. One guy I want to focus on to win this pole position, Carlos Sainz, plus 450 to win pole. He finished third here last year. He won his first ever F1 event in Britain earlier this month. I think the Ferrari cars know their, their back is against the wall here. So that is just a sweet little spot. And then obviously, I like Charles Leclerc this week. And one other guy that I want to focus on is Lewis Hamilton. He's the only driver to finish on podium in four consecutive races. Not to mention that he won this race three consecutive times from 2018 to 2020. He knows the track. He's running well right now. And his car, most importantly, the Mercedes car under him, seems to be running well right now. So if Lewis Hamilton has a trusty craft, I like the veteran to hit the podium this week. I like the Ferraris and Hamilton. I'm going to be mixing in both Ferraris and Lewis Hamilton for podium finishes. Pending, pending who comes out with pole in qualifying. Coming in at number one this week, folks, is UFC 277. If you want all of our bets, you have to buy our pick package. But I'm still going to break down the main card for you because this card is absolutely stacked. First up, it's Anthony Smith taking on Megamed and Goliath. Now, granted, the order of these could change, but I'm pretty sure this one will be first up. Now, when you watch Anthony Smith get knocked out by Glover Teixeira and then dominated for 15 minutes by Alexander Rakic, the washed-up narrative really comes to it comes into play, right? However, since that loss to Rakic, where Smith only landed nine significant strikes, the Lionheart has won three consecutive bouts, all via first-round finish. This is no cakewalk for Megamed Ankalaev. He's a top prospect. Some, some tout him as a future champion. I don't quite see it. I do see this, though. This guy wins. He knows how to win fights. He's so precise. So what we have is the heart, the lion heart of Anthony Smith versus the precision of Megamed Ankalaev. And I'm going to have to take the precision here. But at dash 500, I can't be laying that. Maybe as a parlay piece. Actually, I love that as a parlay piece. But also on the other side, the Lionheart Smith, he's going to be coming, firing in the first round. He's going to try and take Megamed Ankalaev out of his comfort zone. So look out for that. But again, Ankalaev 17 and 1. I got to ride that one to the bank. Next up, folks, is Alex Morono versus Matthew Semmelsberger. And Alex Morono is an experienced fighter who has fought the better competition. There's really not much more to it. He's a BJJ black belt, and he's had success with that grappling inside the UFC cage. That's important because Semmelsberger, that guy's got power in his hands. So if Morono doesn't feel comfortable on the feet, he can level change. He's an underdog in this fight. I don't quite understand that line, but I will say this. Semi the Jedi, he's looked great. I think that he that he could win this fight, but I see this one playing out a little bit. I actually like the over one and a half rounds in this one because these two guys, they're equipped to go to war. Alexander Pantoja versus Alex Perez, and this is my pick for fight of the night. Alexander Pantoja is overlooked in this spot, in my opinion. This guy's as tough as a $2 steak. In 30 pro fights, he's never been finished. Alex Perez hasn't fought in over a year. He's missed weight, he's been injured, and this just isn't the same guy that fought for a title in November of 2020. Perez has been finished in five out of his six losses, and Pantoja, he finishes over 70% of his fights. At a pick'em spot, now that's slightly favoring Pantoja, dash 150, I'm hammering Pantoja in this spot. I like Pantoja to win this fight and call for a title shot. Next up, folks, it's Derek Lewis versus Sergey Pavlovich, and this is just going to be a collision. Mass and power versus mass and power. Look, Sergey Pavlovich has three consecutive first-round knockouts. Derek Lewis, he's the knockout king. 13 of his 17 UFC wins have come by way of knockout, the most on the current UFC roster. 
The problem is Derek Lewis has also been knocked out six times. He's 37 years old, and Pavlovich has a five-inch reach advantage in this spot. I'm going to have to favor the youth and size advantage, and quite honestly, I think the power advantage also lies with Pavlovich as well. Let's take Sergey. In the coming event spot, folks, this is the fight I am most excited for. It's Brandon Moreno versus Kaikara France. It's a rematch. Moreno won the first one. He outlanded Kaikara France. 91 significant strikes to just 82. These guys are complete warriors, both of them, but Moreno has the grappling advantage here. He averages two takedowns per 15 minutes of octagon time, where Kaikara France has just three takedowns in nine UFC fights. Moreno's much more fluid on the ground, and I think he's a better striker. I think he's got the quicker hands, and his kicks, his kickboxing and his head kicks, I think would be the difference in this fight. Look for the leg kicks to, to, to chop away at Kaikara France early. I get why people are on Kaikara France, but you guys got to stop disrespecting Brendan Moreno. This kid is the real deal. He's the former champion, and I mean, look what he did to Figgy in the second fight. I'm locking in Moreno. In the main event, folks, it's Juliana Pena versus Amanda Nunes. It's a rematch, and this is going to go one of two ways. Either Amanda Nunes is going to knock her into oblivion, like Amanda Nunes could knock out a hippopotamus, right? So either it ends by first-round knockout, or Juliana Pena is somehow able to extend the fight again and wins by submission. Either way, I don't see this fight going to distance. I think that's the best play. And if, if I'm going to... Mm, yeah, no, you have to buy the pick package if you want to see who I'm picking to win that fight. All right, folks, that's all she wrote. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's edition of Trees 3. I'm Connor Roundtree. Cheers. You've made it to the weekend. Three, two, one.